everybody, this is Issa Cosette, and you are listening to Issa's Way, your favorite podcast that you didn't know existed, you didn't know you needed, but we are so glad you're here, and this week we have another special guest, Miss Laysla Mari. Yes, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, love, how are you doing today? Hi, good, very, very good, very excited to be here. No, I'm excited to have you because now I get to have another educator, you yes. know, bringing their perspective after your first year teaching. Yes, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. You survived. Yes, I did. <laughs> so, um, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm 27 years old. I am from Barranquitas. That is a town in the center of the island. And I'm currently living in Guaynabo with my boyfriend. And I'm working as an English teacher in Caguas. How did you find this school? Well, I know the school because it's a, a, a renowned school um, from Puerto Rico. But it was an interesting way in which I applied I did not send uh, my resume uh, just to get a job. Someone from the school was going to the World Youth Day in Panama, that was was on January, and a friend of mine was also going, so that person posted in their WhatsApp group that they needed an English teacher, and she took a screenshot and gave it to me okay and she was like you told me if you want to apply and i was like okay ask him what are the requirements because i do not have a background in in education she wait pause what's your background in i have a background i have a bachelor's degree in journalism from la up in rio piedras Hey, shout out to La Yupi. Yes, yes. Gallitos Angeresanas here in the house. Yeah, por siempre. Yes. Wow, so you started in journalism and then you took this great opportunity to possibly yeah. see? Yeah. And um, uh, he told her, no, only the requirements having a bachelor degree in whatever wow. it Puerto is. Wow, Puerto uh, Yeah. <laughs> and to understand and know english okay and i was like okay give me his email uh-huh. that i'm going to apply so i sent to him my resume he sent it to the english department director of the school uh that was like a friday at 9 a.m mm-hmm. by 10 a.m i received a call from the director asking if i could go on Monday to an interview. Yeah. Yeah. I said yes, obviously. <laughs> I went there and then on Wednesday I went again. She called me on Tuesday. Ah, come tomorrow for a second interview. Right. To demonstrate. I went there. Yeah. I went to the interview and it was not an interview. It was just with the director telling me the job is yours if you want it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, eh, okay, where do I sign? Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, you're not going to make a lot. And I was like, it's, whatever it is that you're going to pay me is going to be way more than what I'm making, uh, right, now. making right now working wow, in, a, in a retail store. Mm-hmm. So I took it Wow. with no experience whatsoever. The only experience I had was tutoring, but I was tutoring a second grade, second yeah. graders. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be given seventh, eighth and ninth. Middle schoolers. But, yeah, middle schoolers. It was completely different, but it worked out. I so survived. how do you do that transition from tutoring and then elementary school to full-time English teacher, no experience? Whoa, yeah. what was that transition um, like? It was 
really hard, but I was blessed enough to have a group of teachers uh, mm. because the school is where arranged that you are assigned to uh, a, a, a staff group. Mm -hmm. And the group I, I was assigned was the eighth grade okay. uh, group. And those teachers, they took me by their hands oh. and they helped me a lot yeah. with what, whatever need uh, help I needed with planning, uh, mm. how to find resources, uh, whatever it is that I needed. And I was really extremely blessed being there. That makes and, it, that and, community yeah, always Yeah, and it made it, it made it so much easier. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that if I was assigned to another group, I would not have yeah survived so, the way that i did yeah my first year of teaching was like almost similar to your experience it wasn't like i just got the job but i just applied on classificados where i usually mm -hmm. apply and went and i pretty much was like you know i haven't had full-time teaching any experiences but i had taught english like with nonprofits in colombia i'd done little trainings and little and um, talleres you know but nothing full-time nothing full serious and i've taken education classes but you know, this would be my first opportunity. Yeah. <clears throat> and same thing three days later. Um, and I also feel like God definitely works and yeah. blesses me in threes. So three days later, I get this job opportunity and it was in a Montessori school. Oh, okay. And so the for a month, we were getting it trained in how to pretty much teach a seven through, because for my grades, I was teaching seven through 12th grade. So that was like, whoa, yeah. how do I balance both groups, middle school and high school, in a different yeah. um, environment? And the opposite is like, you had teachers who took you in. Mine was, I, I was a really small school, so I was the only English teacher. Yeah. And the other teachers were older, and so they were like all to themselves, and there's my struggle because it's not that i didn't want to be an educator i didn't want to be in the classroom it was it was a really hard time i didn't have the support yeah. that i needed and then maria happened exactly so i thought well i don't know if this is for me and i left and went to a different school to see if it was for me and at that time it wasn't and i was yeah. like nope i'm out of the classroom i'm done being in the front i'm ready to be back in the seat you know and that's why i applied um for the phd and okay. i came in have you ever in those moments of being a in your classroom felt I don't think I want to be here no 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 when I stepped into that classroom I was like this is what I was born to do wow and I, I wrote a, po a post on Instagram on, on Facebook uh, the day I finished my first day mm -hmm. of class um, because all through my bachelor's degree my mom was always like Leila please take at least one or two classes in your electives take mm -hmm. it take them in, in education because you never know yeah my mom was a college uh, professor for more than 25 years okay and she was always like you don't know what's gonna happen you don't know uh, please take the classes and I was like no mommy why <laughs> you are born to be a teacher and I know I'm not born to do that Wow. so I never took any classes and when I, I when I got the job I was like why I didn't listen to my mom before yeah even when I started doing my masters um, I felt like okay everyone here is a has a background in education mm -hmm. I'm the only one that don't but I know I was born to it uh, for it and when I started doing my masters 
it was um, August 2017, mm -hmm. so it was all between Maria. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was I was only working a, at a retail store. I was not tutoring. After Maria, the opportunity for me to start tutoring uh, again came back, and that's when I finally realized, okay, I need to be in a in a classroom. Yeah. So when this job opportunity came, that's why I was like so quick to I take it. I gotta get it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I gotta get it. I don't care, and I had that summer before taking um, the the teaching job. Mm -hmm. I was, I I had like three job interviews that I thought that I nailed. I okay. thought those were the best interviews I had given in my life. Uh, for one of them, I was about to sign the contract for being a a college. Um, I was going to be teaching English in, okay. in Santurce, wow. but there was a technicity in which I couldn't sign in because I needed to have at least three years of experience as a teacher uh, and tutoring, they did not consider, count. it didn't count, so I couldn't sign. And then I was gonna, I did another interview and then like that, they closed that opportunity and then two weeks after, they called. They called, contacting me from the school, and for me it was like, oh, I I went to the interview, August six, August eighth, I uh, signed the contract, and on August tenth, I started, started giving classes. Wow. So I didn't have any way of knowing. I was like, they were like, these are the books. Oh my goodness. We start with vocabulary. Here, Here you go. go. Yeah. <gasps> You said to me, you know, you don't believe in coincidence, coincidences. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how you, how do you feel like God has provided you to survive, to excel, not only just in this classroom, but like in your life, in this journey? Um, I, I don't know. I think he's always been there. An anecdote that me and my family have is that um, my mom died six years ago from cancer. Mm -hmm and all through her process, her illness process, uh, she was an example of faith because uh, since the day she was diagnosed to the day she died, everything that she said was, aquí estoy, aquí la esclava del Señor, hágase mi según tu palabra. Mm -hmm. She always would say yeah. what uh, the words uh, Virgin Mary used to say when yeah. when she was uh, assigned the 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 job of being the mother of Christ and the day she died of course I cried yeah. um, but I was like she's okay mm -hmm. and uh, that day she died during the day she was agonizing mm -hmm. and my sister and I we were talking I was 21 my sister was 15 uh, we were talking and the only thing that we were saying was that we didn't want her to suffer that Please, God, uh, take her. Mm -hmm. If you're going to take her, take her now. Mm -hmm. Do not make this agonizing, painful uh, for her, mm -hmm. painful for her and for us. Yeah. Just take her away. And after that, all all that has happened in my life. When she died, uh, six months after she died, my sister and I were going to World Youth Day in Brazil. Wow. And yeah. I was almost going to drop out of that program of that uh, opportunity because I was and everybody had the fear that we will be there mm -hmm. and something will happen to mom right 
but she was always like no you are going I don't care if I'm dead if I'm if I die while you're oh, while indeed. you're there I don't care you are going yeah uh, and I don't know all, all of the the experiences that same opportunity of me becoming a teacher that was God I cannot mm -hmm. explain it as any other way that it was God and he wanted it for me yeah because he I mean the person who sent the email uh, the, the the whatsapp text knew someone that knew me wow so he just sent the text ah if any one of you is an english teacher or knows uh, someone mm -hmm. please contact me she sent me she he sent that text to a group a person saw it sent it to me and if that was god yeah obviously yeah. obviously he works in mysterious ways yeah. and it's just like we can't run from it and yeah. sometimes um, I feel like when you were saying, you know, you almost didn't go, yeah. you know, and I feel like there's been many times in my life where I'm almost, almost given up or almost didn't. And I thank God for, you know, having like my mom for sure, who, who encouraged me because there's so many times, especially when I first moved to Puerto Rico that I mm -hmm. was just like, no, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think, I think I can do. And she's like, no, it's okay. You know, so it's like, yeah. it's a blessing to not only just have our, our mothers to encourage us, but to know, like, God is, like, always going to make a way, like, yeah. wherever they are, you know. And so, you went, yeah. and you had a great time. Just as, like, that other trip you were telling me about yeah. when you went to France, you said. Explain. Yeah. Um, the year after that was, Brazil was in 2013. It was... Uh, we left Puerto Rico, I think it was the 16th of July, and returned on August 1st, I think it was. Mm -hmm. um, and like two or three months after, I was in, in La Yupi, uh, uh, waiting for, for a class, and I received a call from one of the priests that had gone with us to World Youth Day to Brazil. And he, he told me, no, just uh, put it in your prayers, because I'm considering in sending you to Tese, which is a community in France, uh, so you can live there for three months. And I was like... All expenses paid. All expenses paid. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, are you serious, Padre? <laughs> Me? Uh -huh. And he was like, yeah, we've been uh, seeing candidates and you're, you're the one that, that has to go this year. And I was like, oh... Okay, cool. We'll keep it in my prayers. Uh, I told my dad, and he was like, "Okay, mm -hmm. go for it." And uh, then, on I think it was April, he called me again. Not just to tell you that the tickets are paid, you are going. Wow. Uh, just tell me when do you finish. Uh, did you feel forced to do that or did no. you no okay no because I, I really wanted to do it okay it was in my plans to go there uh, I didn't know that it was gonna be in, in 2014 <laughs> but I knew that before I died that was one of my bucket things to do uh, I, he told me just tell me when do you finish um, school and I was like um, okay I finish I think I finish on the 13th mm -hmm. that's my last um a day and I finished my bachelor and he was like okay are you willing to miss your graduation I was like I'm not I wasn't going anywhere <laughs> so and he was like okay so yeah 
and the day after he called me, you're leaving on the May 22nd. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. It was an awesome experience because yeah. it, it helped me connect more with God because that, that community is made up of um, brothers, but they're not, all of them are Christians, mm -hmm. but not from for the same denomination. Right. There are Catholics, uh, Pentecostales, mm -hmm. all different denominations. And the people that go there is the same. Wow. And uh, so I met people from Mexico, from different countries in Africa, mm -hmm. uh, from Asia, awesome. uh, all, almost all of Latin America. Traveling is just yeah. like, and then a spiritual trip, like almost like a sabbatical, if yeah. you will. You know, did you learn any special trips or it was just like a whole connection with God? Uh, it was a whole connection with God because the, the, the thing that Tese has in particular that attracts a lot of people going there is that the way they pray is through songs okay through music all right so they just take a prayer uh, they put it I, I mean they start singing and everyone starts singing and you see unity because you are singing here you might the song may be in english and the person you have next to you is chinese who doesn't mm. speak a word of english but knows the song in English and wow. is still singing mm -hmm. in English and it happens with all of the songs they sing in English in Chinese in sweet in Swedish it's Spanish French Portuguese Italian everything. everything and it's like that connection that it doesn't matter where you come from all of those that are there were there with the same purpose which is worship God yeah how do you feel like you're worshiping God as a teacher by putting everything I have and uh, trying to make the kids fall in love not only I, I teach in a, in a Catholic school mm -hmm. so how with the way I present myself um, the way I address them and how I communicate with all of my um, co-workers and everything any tips for us you know, struggling teachers <laughs> or teachers getting back to getting ready to go back in the classroom. Um, just be yourself and keep trying, and do not let one student uh, take you down. You're gonna have good students. You're gonna have bad students. Yeah, it's everywhere. So you just need to to keep doing it. Yeah. And to those who are struggling, because for me, um, I realized I didn't like. I didn't want to be a journalist when I had only one class missing for finishing my, wow. my bachelor's. So if you're in that stage of life where you're like, I don't know if this is what I want to do, just know that it's normal. Yeah. And almost everyone passes through that. Yeah, I'm constantly yeah. asking myself. Yeah, and what I've been telling people uh, that I've seen in Twitter or Facebook that are like, I, everyone is getting is getting their diplomas uh -huh. and I'm stuck and I was like no it's in your own time yep not on people's time yep. your time is not the same as mine time yep. and I don't have to do the things that people expect me to do because it's not my time yeah it's like when we were talking before about kids uh -huh. I don't see myself as a mom right now yeah that may change uh, tomorrow or but today I don't see myself as a mom yeah in the next 
five years or, or so so it's my time just because you're doing it doesn't mean that I have to do it exactly and it's something that I learned because uh, growing up people expected from me a lot Same. my mom had uh, when I I graduated uh, high school 2009 mm -hmm. that year my mom got her PhD so you had I issues mean, to fill yeah so it's like everyone ah your mom had a PhD so the least that you had that you gotta have is yeah. a, also a PhD I'm like okay but mom's mom and me yeah I'm not her yeah wow and it's like yeah and I have extremely big shoes to fill with her and when I was in that stage of not knowing if I wanted to be a journalist if I started doing the masters in teaching English as a second language as okay we'll see what happens mm -hmm. but that constantly thinking of I don't know if this is what I want to do what happens if I finish and I, I, I don't like it mm -hmm. so we'll see what happens yeah, we'll see what happens exactly <laughs> you just have to take it by faith one step at a time you exactly. know exactly and we all will figure it out I think sometimes like shit fake it till you make it you exactly. know like really I'm, I'm reading a, a novel right now and one of like the drag queens was like um you know everyone's faking it it's just everyone has to learn how to act and exactly. do perfect um choreography and who, how do you play that part just look the part it's just, the rest is just acting and i feel like it all seems when people try to compare mm -hmm. people it's like but how do you know that person's probably happy exactly. or you know but continue to walk into your journey continue exactly. to love what you're doing and if you're not happy find something that exactly. makes you happy don't feel and that's why I'm, I'm so happy that I, I was able to leave the classroom and yeah. realize what I want so I can go back yeah. Um, yeah don't be afraid when you feel uncomfortable exactly. you know don't be afraid to sometimes if you need to go back in your comfort zone to get grounded to go yeah. back you know and if you need to stop stop do, yeah. don't do things because you feel that you have to do them do them because you want to do them exactly exactly do them because they make you happy not because you want to make someone else happy exactly and then you got a poem that you're going to share with us today this poem is from marisa donnelly i found it in on google and it says to be lost is nothing to fear you are just spinning gliding flying into free fall waiting for the moment when your wings detach from your sides catch the wind underneath their feathers like sails then you learn to flow with the change of the breeze Learn to find your rhythm in the wake of change, with each flap, each shift, each breath. To be lost is nothing to fear, for everything that is lost is on the path to being found. And you, my darling, have wings. My yeah. smile is so big. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Wow, that is just our life. Yeah. That's many people's journeys. Yeah. And I think if we all just realized that we're not falling but flying, I think exactly. we would soar a little bit higher. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's it's you you don't I, I at least I see that um, sometimes we feel that we can, we are not allowed to express that we don't know where we are going mm. or what do we want to uh, doing in our lives. Yeah. And I think it's a topic that everyone needs needs to have. Right. Because we, yeah, we need to find our way. Yeah. And we need to help each other find our way. And and it's also, we have to realize that finding our way is not a one 
road thing you know and it's not okay you find a way once and that's it you can find your way every day of your life but just keep moving forward i feel like that's the most important part yeah that is that is why um if you think back um when you were in kindergarten or first grade that they asked you oh isa what do you want to be when you grow up Mm -hmm. i said at one time i wanted to be a veterinarian i don't want to be a bat (laughs) i don't i hate blood i I don't like it yeah so if it were just one one way we were we will be that thing that we said when we were in kindergarten that we wanted to be that is completely the opposite of maybe what we are doing right now yeah those who are doing what they said all of their life that that they were doing those are the lucky ones yeah or the insane ones (laughs) just kidding but it's not gonna be the same for everyone yeah so in that notion (laughs) lacela how are you on your way um i'm still on my way i'm still trying to find out more about myself um I'm trying to be the better version of me that I can be and also trying to be the best teacher that my students can have. I think they're in great hands. Thank you. <laughs> um, let the people know where they can find you on your social. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is Laisla1192. Laisla is spelled L-E-I-S-L-A and in Instagram with the same handle. Yes, show her love. Give yes. her words of encouragement. If you're listening, you should leave a comment on her pages <laughs> and say, "Start writing." Nah, nah. yeah, I, I'm gonna gonna do that again. Little. I was telling Isa that I wrote a short story when I was like nine years old. Um, it won first place uh, here in Puerto Rico, and then we sent it um, to another competition with. A short stories from all of Latin America and Spain and it was selected uh, to be put in a um, anthologia mm-hmm. of short stories written by different kids from different uh, countries in Latin America so as a child you were publishing now as an adult it's time to publish again yeah maybe You'll get there. Yeah. Baby steps. You're on your way. Uh, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> She's on her way, and so are we. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is Issa's Way. Y'all be blessed. <laughs>